Hi, and welcome to the Seven Elements of Wellness podcast. I'm Trish DeMarcus. And I'm Lacey Wall, aka L-Dub. And we are the creators of the Seven Elements of Wellness lifestyle routine, dedicated to helping you feel good more than you don't. The Seven Elements of Wellness are spiritual, mental, emotional, relational, nutritional, physical, and financial. And what we found is that we're all living these elements. It's how much attention are we giving each one? Because where your attention goes, your energy flows. When you combine them all and they flow together, it's powerful. This really is a personal development program combined with an overall wellness program. We've had amazing feedback from the community and people are shedding weight. They are repairing their relationships, overcoming anxiety. It's helping with depression. It's a journey of self-love, a foundation to help you be the best version of yourself. Just be. And that's what this podcast really is about. We are dedicated to bringing you the best of the best in each of their elements. So whether you're on the beginning of your wellness journey or you're a seasoned biohacker, we can promise you that you're going to find value in each and every episode. Let's go. Let's see how many days in a row we can flow. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast today. I'm your host, Courtney Stoll, and it's all about the emotional element today. This is a topic that has always really fascinated me ever since I was introduced to the concept that our emotions can get trapped in our body and create physical symptoms. Think about that for a minute. Have you ever felt really stressed or really anxious or even nervous about a big event or something coming up in your life? Have you noticed that maybe your stomach hurts or maybe you have a headache? And isn't it interesting that those physical symptoms will show up at times when emotionally we are struggling? Our guest interview today on the podcast is Erin Andrus, and she is an energetic alchemist, always striving to learn the genius of the human body's innate sensing system and how it patterns the core with the frequencies of the environments, genetics, and codes of the cosmos. I am so excited for you to meet her. She has such an incredible story, her journey moving through some really difficult personal situations in her life where emotions were coming up. And how she explains it, this is so interesting, is that she was going through these really difficult challenges emotionally and was trying to process that. And her body physically could not process it at the same rate that her mind was processing it. Isn't that an interesting concept to think about? And how it was completely throwing her off physically and how sick she was. How many of us have felt so sick and there's not really any answers to why? Take a look at what you're going through emotionally. What emotions do you have coming up? Okay, let me tell you a little bit more about Erin because this is what we're going to be talking about today, this emotional connection to the physical body. It's so fascinating. So Erin coaches and she works with clients in one-on-one sessions and her goal is to help others to connect to the consciousness inside the cells, really creating that bridge between the emotions and the physical parts of the body. She uses breath work. She's going to talk all about how the breath is a key factor in achieving cellular regeneration and transcendence. 
So the breathwork that Erin uses is a style that she has created on her own after much divine inspiration and also experience that she's had with herself and in working with so many clients. She teaches the client how to pump their body full of oxygen and she uses mantras and illumination, zodiacs, pressure released. It is so fascinating. Her goal is to create emotional release so that there is a loving awareness and it balances and aligns the body where it needs it. Erin is passionate about regenerating the body. She's passionate about clean eating and teaching others about ways to cleanse the body through different types of nourishment and foods. It's one of her favorite things to do. She is also working on some really exciting things in the future where she will assist clients in parasite cleansing and biome resetting and detoxing. That is all coming for her and she's going to talk a little bit about that. So very excited for Erin and all the things that she is working on to help and assist others on their path to healing and so excited for all the ways she's going to teach you and you're going to learn from her today. So let's go. Hello, Erin, and welcome to the Seven Elements podcast. Today, we're going to be focusing on the emotional element, which is very exciting and a lot, kind of a heavy topic, right? Heavy, light, angry, happy emotions. I mean, they're a beautiful thing to get to experience. Also, it can be very a painful thing to experience and be a very heavy thing to experience. And I think emotions are a beautiful thing to be able to understand about yourself as you're going through them so that you're not trapped in them or you're not dictated by them or others' emotions, you know? So I'm so happy to be here and to be uh, in this emotional element journey with the seven element group, people, tribe, family. Thank you guys for having me. Thank you so much for being here. Can you tell us just a little bit about yourself? Just give us a little bit of a story background on who you are and, and how you got to be where you are today. Yeah, absolutely. Well, as you know, my name's Erin Andrus. I'm 38 years old. I've been I'm born and raised here in Southern Utah. My roots go deep here. It feels really good here for me. I love it. The people in Southern Utah are special. And I don't know if special is the right expression, but there's definite energy here that's different. I've loved living here. It's been good. What has brought me to the awareness I'm in and now has been such a beautiful journey healing my own body. When my perspective shifted about, about 10 years ago starting where my perspective was shifting dramatically from, you know, my belief, my entire belief system and everything that I was taught and conditioned to believe had changed. And as I was going through this beautiful experience in my life, at the time it was heavy. It felt strange. It felt disconnected because my body wasn't processing it with me. So in that, I started to get very sick. I was hanging on to all of this emotion, all of this energy that's running through me and not sure how to heal. So I started going to doctors. They couldn't give me answers. And the answers they did give me would be different from the other doctor. One doctor said I had gallstones. And it was through just being so sick, depressed, sad, and these doctors not answering me that I started discovering and looking into my own healing and how to do a different route, different way, studying um, the body. What does the body need? And then I found the body really wants love, just like the mind. The mind wants to feel love and know love. Well, the body 
the body is what's telling you you are love the body's the sensing system at your core you are love but it took me a long time to discover that i was in a deep muscle alignment session a rolfing session and i told the lady what i was going through i was so hurt in my body and i didn't know what to do i didn't know where to turn i i couldn't eat anything i could I couldn't barely lift anything. I felt weak. I was losing muscle. I was losing weight. I was deteriorating. I did have gallstones. I did know that for sure. And I was getting massaged and I told her what was happening. My belief system had changed and shifted and I believe differently now. And she said, well, is this the belief that you've had your entire life? And I said, yeah. And she said, and did your parents have this belief? Yes. Did their parents have this belief? Yes. And in that moment, realizing how deeply rooted this pain was that I was experiencing because of how conditioned my cells were to be this certain thing for so long, and I'm changing it now. So when that clicked and I was on that massage table, I started bawling, letting it all go. I was like, wow, okay, it's the body. The body needs to know it's okay. Am I okay? That's all I needed to be asked was, are you okay? And I started bawling. And then I, in that session, so much clarity came through. I went home and had an out-of-body experience where I thought I was dead. I came back to my body and I found the breath. I found the light. I realized I had a choice in understanding how the body can heal. And it's my power. It's my mind. I'm the one that creates the emotion, the energy, and what it's going to do as I send and receive in this vessel, in this body. When I came out of my out-of-body experience, I thought I was dying and I panicked. And in that panic, it spiraled me down into a deep illusion of darkness where I'm like, I'm dying. I'm really dying. I called my sister and she had me take a few breaths. She's a nurse. She said, take deep breaths, take deep breaths. I start breathing and she said, okay, tell yourself you're okay. Tell yourself you're loved. And I start telling me myself these things. And in that same moment from being in the depths of death, all of a sudden I start leaving my body and light comes in and I start feeling love and light and that I'm this divine being. And that's when I knew, okay, I have complete control of my experience. And I haven't stopped breathing and sending myself beautiful mantras ever since and then teaching others the same light. There's a lot more to that story. And before that happened, there was suicidal moments that shifted me and transcended me into more love that helped me get through so much understanding just how deep and heavy someone can feel the pressures of life and the moments they live in the reality they're creating. But you can get out of it. You have the choice. You're in control of your entire experience. But it, the mind and body have to work together. Or if you don't unionize the sensing system, then you create separation and you hang on to the emotion and, and you're depressed. You don't know why. Yeah. I think many of us can relate to that feeling of something is wrong with me. I'm in pain. I feel sick or I am sick. And doctors not knowing what's wrong, maybe prescribing something else that could possibly help, but never really understanding what's wrong. The symptoms keep going on and on. I know that's something for me that has been so frustrating and I haven't had it as an extreme experience as you but have really looked into the inner body. Going back to my gallstones and the breath work, I realized I had control of my experience. I can heal my body. I can dictate how my body is going to feel in every moment with my mind, body, brain connection processing together. 
So what I did is I started breathing and talking to my gallbladder like it was sitting right next to me and we we're having a conversation. I was looking it in the eyes and wow. it was about a 12 hour process. And it, this wasn't in that same day I was talking to you about. This was actually years later, maybe like one or two years later. In those one and two years, I had been building my body up, breathing. I came to a place where I was breathing. I said, okay, we're going to get these stones out of me. Like I can do this. This is everything I've been building up for working up to and doing. I can do this. It took about 12 hours where I sat and did breath work mantras and talked to my gallbladder. And so the gallbladder hangs on to bitterness. I was extremely bitter about the way I was raised. Not anymore. I'm I was raised so beautifully. My parents are beautiful beings. But in my past experience, what I was going through was the belief system I was conditioned to that I was bitter about. So I went into gratitude, let go of bitterness, you know, reminding the gallbladder how sweet my life is, because what's the opposite of bitter? It's sweet. Telling my gallbladder it is okay to let go. It's okay to let go of past belief. It's okay to let go of goals. You're my gallstones. It's okay to let go of toxins. It's okay to let go of anything that's not serving me. It's okay to process with my brain. My gallbladder is okay to process with my body. And my brain is okay to allow my gallbladder to let go and my gallbladder is okay to accept that. And I would have moments where I was breathing so much and then I would kind of pass out, almost not pass out, but I, then I was just left my body and I was in a Zen state of euphoria and bliss and emotion would rise, a memory would come through. Maybe it was a beautiful memory. Maybe it was one that was heavy that I got to then go into gratitude about and rewrite the memory in my cellular gallbladder in my body. And about 12 hours later, I eliminated all my gallstones through my elimination, just like in the toilet. Blah, 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 blah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So a question I have just as you were speaking, because that, that just sounds so incredible to have that control. I mean, to take the control back, right? Where we go to doctors, we go to even specialists and even people, I think in the holistic world, in the holistic healthcare world, we go to them and we want them to fix us or to tell us what's going on with us. And a question that came up, cause I just was thinking about this. So you're in a space where you're talking to your gallbladder. Let's speak to the issue here. We know this is an issue, a doctor diagnosed, and you're going to take that control back and really work on helping your body to heal. How did you get to that actual belief that I can do this? You were talking about how you were speaking to your gallbladder, like this is sweet, you know, this is good, this is actually good. But I know some people, and I felt this way too, I get really angry at my body a lot of times for not serving me <laughs> or not making me feel well. So mm -hmm. how do you get to a place where that belief is switched so that you can speak to your body in a positive way? Yeah. So that comes with conditioning yourself because you have to remember we, we have codes and patterns inside of ourselves. And for however many you know, years you've been practicing a certain belief or energetic, that pattern's going to stick with it for however long. So if you've been angry for X amount of years and you're practicing now spirituality, the anger's still going to come around. It's going to take X amount of years, depending on the pattern of the anger and how long you've been carrying this anger to really let go of it. It's not an instant thing unless you are able to transcend a knowing in such a way. 
that's a special, special thing, but it takes time and the patterns always come back around as the thing. And so when they come back around, it's you have to recognize and observe the rise in the energetic and you get to go in and you get to settle that with your mind so that it doesn't build back up. And then you have another relapse of whatever challenge you were trying to shift through and integrate. So it took extreme amount of self-observation from everything from what I was putting into my mouth to what I was saying, to -hmm. what I was thinking to who is around me in the room when I feel this way, realizing that we're all connected in such a way that I knew that I was being affected by the environment, not just internally, it's external. And you're sitting in the room and you're looking around, that's external. You close your eyes, you go inward, that's internal. So it's really about observing so deeply what is happening in your internal and external environments as you shift through what you're feeling inside. And then realizing this is what's affecting my gallbladder the most. And I realized what was affecting my gallbladder the most by the observations I had about the patterns I was conditioned to believe from my childhood. So that's what I was able to go into with my gallbladder was the love, mostly for the love of my parents, their parents, and what we were taught to believe. So allowing my gallbladder to love, love so much my experience in my religion when I was a child of so much every moment that happened to me, knowing that it was meant to be so that I could let go now and be here now. And you don't have to think that one thing's good or bad. That's just perspective. And that's individual. So what is good and bad to you is not going to be the same good and bad to another. And your perspective is what is going to shift your experience in reality. Perspective is everything. And that's what's going to heal you. It sounds like it's really just an overall whole body awareness. Everything you put in, everything you put out, how you you surround yourself, the environment, the people, it's just an overall whole body awareness. (laughs) Overall, and you have to be so present. And this is where another part of the gift comes into play when you choose to observe your reality so much that you have no choice but to stay so present. And in staying this present in your reality, you get to see and feel things that you had no idea existed. Wow. Yeah. So you mentioned before that the gallbladder holds bitterness, right? Yeah. So I find that so interesting that body parts, organs, parts of our bodies actually have an emotion attached to them or that maybe just over time, so many practitioners, so many people have recognized that certain parts of the body hold certain emotions. So because this is the emotional element, I'm so curious, can you give maybe some examples of different parts of the body that may hold specific emotions and why that is, why those certain emotions are attached to certain parts of the body? Yeah. So all of the organs hold on to different frequencies. The liver is the life giver and the liver and gallbladder go i mean they work together really well the liver holds on to anger so if you're angry a lot you're going to have an inflamed liver and you probably might have specific oral addictions like alcohol will really fuel anger in the liver a lot of different addictions and foods but let's see the Kidneys will hold on to judgment, criticism, and fear. Your hips, the sex organs, guilt and shame sit in the sacral. The root, you know, lower half of the body is really grounding into trust. 
Um, trust though comes through a lot in every organ. The organs all want to feel trust. Of course, the whole body wants to feel trust. The throat, the thyroid, the thymus, I can tell really, really, really want to feel trust the most. How is it possible that a specific body part can store a specific emotion? Like you were talking about the energy of it. Like for example, let's say the gut. A lot of people have really intense gut issues or digestive issues. So what would be like the emotion associated with digestion issues? Not being able to digest life. So seeing your reality and not wanting it to happen, like it's really hard for you to see what's happening externally and you don't, you don't want to digest it. It's too hard to digest. Maybe you get sick to your stomach about it. You want to throw up. Throwing up nausea usually is because you can't handle what's in your reality at the moment. Mm. Um, so the stomach is, if you're having intestinal problems, not digesting, it's because you don't want to digest life or there's something happening in your life that's really hard for you to digest or others around you to digest. Because you have to remember that, especially if you have a partner and you've been with this partner for a long time, you guys share a lot of the same energetics. You guys are holding space for the yin and yang in each other. And you guys will absolutely go back and forth holding the space for each other and you'll hold it differently in the body, but you're both holding, you're both holding on to it. Which is really interesting because your stomach, that's its job to digest your nutrition. And so if you're having trouble with your digestion, then it's really interesting to like mirror that, like, what in my life am I having trouble digesting? So let's say you become aware of that. I'm struggling digesting something in my life. Okay. Maybe right now, my relationship with my spouse is, is struggling or a child is struggling, or I started a job that I'm just really not happy in. And you identify maybe these things are the cause. What then do you do about that? So you're doing all of the things as far as inward mantras. I'm okay to digest this. I'm okay to digest this experience thinking of the memory you're trying to digest, because usually when you ask someone a question they're having issues with in the body and you trace it back, there's always something that has happened in their experience right around the time when their physical body started to react. So you go back to the memory that it's holding on to or the perspective of the person, why they can't shift through it. Um, you have to tap into the memory. You have to light it up. You have to say, I'm okay that I went through that. I am okay that this experience happened to me. I'm okay to process in my intestines. My stomach's okay to process. My colon's okay to process. A lot of times you have to think of the amounts of chemical that are in food. And it's you have to really, really, really pay attention to what you put inside of your body if you want to heal at an extreme level of light, love, and consciousness. You really have to be, you have to be uh, really diligent. About keeping your vessel clean. Yeah, it feels a little bit overwhelming because there's so many parts, right? There's so many things that you have to pay attention to. It's just interesting to me. It almost sounds like if some kind of a physical symptom shows up, it's almost like, hmm, what's up with that? For me, I had chronic sore throats for my entire life. I just had strep throat all the time. And then when I was in my 30s, I finally was like, I don't even care. Just take out my tonsils. Like I had no concept of emotional connections to the physical body. I just was so done with having strep throat over and over. And I went to the doctor and I was like, if you don't take my tonsils out, I'm going to do it myself. I was just like, I'm done. And I went in and I had my tonsils out. It was 
a really difficult procedure being an adult, having that done. But I was like, it's solved. It's all going to be great. Two months later, I got sick and my throat was swollen and sore again. And I was like, what? I just went through all of this surgery to remove this problem. I went and saw a practitioner, a holistic practitioner, probably someone very much like you. And I laid down on the table and she did some conversation. We had a discussion about things and I was telling her, I have these chronic sore throats. I had my tonsils out. It didn't even help. She gave me a pillow and she said, put this over your face and your mouth. And I want you to scream as loud as you can into this pillow. And the emotion, I just started screaming and sobbing and crying. It was so intense. And honestly, I have never had a sore throat ever since then. So I did the physical part, right? But the emotional part was a part of that. And so that's where I want to get into what you do, because I know that you are someone that we can go to that can put all of the pieces of the puzzle together. So I've heard that you do amazing things with the breath, with breathing. Can you tell us a little bit about what you do and a little bit about breathing and breath work? Yeah, what I do is, so someone's coming to me, they wanna heal, they need to piece things together. It's a beautiful process and I love all of my clients and there's just this incredible alignment that gets to happen when someone is able to realize they're ready. You have to be ready. If someone's not ready and they do this work, then it's just like in one ear and out the next. I don't really know of anyone else that does it like this, but it's kind of a spinoff of Wim Hof's it's one that I found on my own. I like to call it syncretism, but it's fully in the nose, half out the mouth. And when a client works with me, it's a three hour session where we, you know, we start with, you know, I pull your astrology chart because I like to see the zodiacs in your body. I want to know how you're holding on because a lot of emotion that we hold on to also genetically, you have to think of when you're born and the shifts in the earth, the stars and the alignments. And then ever since you're born, every shift and moment that the earth moves, that is affecting your body. And so I pull the zodiac chart. I show you how it's affecting your body and the other people in your lives, um, their zodiacs and how they are probably affecting your body. But aside the zodiacs, that's that's just like the small, well, the smallest little part of it. I get to know your past. What have you shifted through? And now what are you currently shifting through? We go in, we start in the root chakra. We go in using breath, pressure, as far as body pressure. The breath builds the pressure to release, just depending on where you're hanging onto it, a pressure point in the body. And I'll just hold this pressure in the body until it releases. So I'll just, for instance, right now, like if I were to hold onto my right jaw right here, where the muscle sits, it's very sore. Well, if I go and press deeper, it gets painful. So I stop to where it's painful. I don't want to go deeper, right? But I know I need to hold pressure there. So I hold pressure there long enough. Guess what? It's all going to release. It's not going to hurt anymore. We use breath work. So the breath fully in the nose, half out the mouth, but it's quick. It's not slow. It's fast, rhythmic. It's a very yin and yang styled breath together. But so we're pumping the body full of this breath. And it just depends on the client and the person. You know, you have to remember that you have too much oxygen, your body will relieve itself when it's ready. So any tingles that start coming through, you know, you might start feeling just different body awareness with this breath. So I have them breathe and then I have them sit in stillness and we observe where the body is feeling it. 
as we just created this pressure release. You know, what chakra is filling it and how is this connected to the root? We go in and really regenerate the root. You know, my root's okay to regenerate. Your root is what's grounding you into your human experience because you're an electrical being. And this is grounding your current and connecting you to the creation and oneness of everything. Again, there's no separation, that's an illusion. But to want something is to create an illusion. The key is to create a want and evolve without creating the pressure, the illusion that there is pressure of it. A lot of times we wanna evolve and wanna do all of these things, but then we build up this pressure that, oh, it's gonna be so hard, or I have to do this now and I have to do that. Well, that makes the body build and hold on to pressure. So we get to go in and release all the pressure that's been built up in, from your life, from your childhood experiences to your current now, and what you're still holding on to and how we can go in and manipulate and then rewrite the codes that are deep in that cells. If we're going into, say, the throat, like we were talking about the throat earlier, a lot of people, now I feel a, <laughs> I feel the tingle in my throat come through as we talk about it. And, and I want all the listeners to try to observe that too. Can you feel a tingle in your throat as I just felt it in mine? And we're going into the throat, say, my throat is okay. Like, I'm okay to speak. The, the throat wants to know it's okay to speak. My esophagus needs to feel safe. My esophagus is okay to trust. My brain is okay to process with my throat. My throat's okay to process with my brain. Now go deeper in the throat because that's where we hold the thyroid. And the thyroid's going to know what's regula regulating your hormone. And it's connected directly to your thymus, which regulates your entire internal clock. So my thyroid is okay to regenerate. My thyroid's okay to regenerate. My thyroid is okay to process its human experience. My thyroid's okay to connect to the divine love of God. What is God to you? God, creation, love, divinity, consciousness. Define what God is to you because it's so individual, that answer for everyone. And once you can define what God is to you, this beautiful healing embrace happens. And you allow this word, this code, this observation of reality to come in and to heal you. Think of the spinal column, for instance. The spinal column is, you know, we call them spinal discs. Think of all the words and the metaphors that are used in your reality around you. They're the keys for your body. And my spinal discs, they're the ones that are sending the frequencies to the organs. My spinal discs are the ones that are feeling all the pressures from the reality I'm creating. So I get to really talk to my spinal column as I connect to God. My spinal column is okay to connect to the divine frequency of God. My spinal column is okay to release its pressure. My spinal column is okay to know it is in alignment with my truth, my reality, and my creation, and what I am doing in my human experience. The spine really wants union and alignment so that everything can syncretize in the body and in your reality. So we just go in and really get really deep, you know, as, and as you, I have you say mantras like that, like the mantras I were just repeating, I would have my client be repeating these things. And if they can't, if it's really hard for them to say, cause usually that's where I know that this is where we're blocked because they can't say it. They can say, I'm okay to speak or I'm okay to not speak. One of those are going to be harder. I'm okay to connect to God. I'm not okay to connect to God. One of those is going to be harder. So which one's harder to say? And how can we really create union and harmony in the connection so there's not a disconnect? This is where you really get to hone in and understand the energetics that are creating the emotion inside of you. Because once you start repeating certain mantras, and then you do start saying them more and more so that you can really neutralize this connection, emotion arises and you get to cry, you get to laugh, you get to scream, you get to scream, yeah, scream in your pillow. There's just different emotion that arises. 
especially someone that's been disconnected in a relationship, maybe with themselves, where forgiveness needs to be had or self-love needs to be had. And, you know, just saying, I'm okay to love my heart. My heart's okay to love myself. I'm okay to love myself. Um, my body is okay to love myself. I'm okay to love my body. I'm okay to love my brain. I'm okay to love my old self. I'm okay to love the things about my past that I would never want to look at again. No, I can look at those again and realize that those are all love because they're all me. And in every moment, your cells inside of your body and the external environment is trying to shift and create everything happen for you so beautifully and magically. It's just your perspective that's going to change and shift the entire thing. Yeah, I love this because it's really about getting in touch, getting in tune with your body. And it always comes back to self-love. We've done several episodes now and every single episode always seems to come back to self-love and loving yourself. And I love all the points that you're making about the body part. So like the spinal cord in alignment, your throat is your voice, your stomach is how is my ability to digest life. And then we could even take it further, right? I think our eyes, like if we have struggle with our vision, what are we not willing to see? Our hearing, our ears, what do we not want to hear right now, right? It's like, whoa, every part of our body. How about our feet? I have trouble with my feet. I don't feel like moving forward right now. I feel stuck. You could just go through every single body part and really identify what is the emotional connection that could be coming up here. It's so exciting, I think, to become so empowered to really truly be able to be in tune and receive the messages that your body is sending you. With the seven elements of wellness in the emotional element, we have daily tasks that we do. And for the emotional element, the daily to be checklist item is to journal, to write in a journal every day. And there's really a lot of freedom in this. There's not a specific thing that you have to write about, but I know that a lot of people struggle with journaling. They're just not writers. They just don't take pen to paper very often. How does journaling help you on an emotional level? I love that. Yeah. Journaling such a powerful practice because you are bringing the internal, your yin self, you're, now you're bringing it externally and physically putting it on paper. So it's unionizing a lot of things, first of all, there. It's setting a physical manifestation deeper into that practice. And a lot of times if you're stuck or maybe like stuck in as far as in your head uh, or in life, you have no motivation, but you know all the things you need to get done or you need to create something and you can't think of where to start. A lot of times what you can do is just get a pen and paper and start writing. It doesn't matter. Just see what comes out because it could be angry words, it could be loving words, it could be a story, it could be your you know, experience from yesterday, it could be gibberish, scribbles, who knows, but there's something in there that wants to come out, let it come out. That's for if you have a block, just go ahead and start writing, coloring, doing something. Words are so important. These words are coded specifically in our experience to create frequencies that are gonna affect the energetics and the way we're holding onto them. So. Anytime you speak or write, these words are coded into numbers and these numbers are what's creating your reality and internally and externally. And physically manifesting words is going to create a deeper alignment in observing yourself and understanding self. It's going to help activate your brain and connect your hands here to the words in your mind that want to 
that you're sitting there thinking about all day. Like, right, we, we talk to ourselves all day long in our head. I hope that's your best friend up there you're talking to because, you know, there's no one else you're sitting there talking to. So it's like you're able to bring this into paper, your journal. Then you can dissect your reality, your memories, your past, what's happened to you once, you know, once you start journaling about experience. I like to keep a daily practice journal of uh, what time I woke up what the moon phase was in, what number is it today, numerology, how did I feel when I woke up, did I sleep good, how much water I drank that day, what I ingested, how it made me feel, and how my relationships were. And then it's beautiful to go back to look at to see when patterns come back around. Okay, how was I feeling this day last year? Is this repeating a pattern? Am I repeating a pattern? How was that this day two years ago? Okay, three years ago, four years ago. Oh, there it is. Four years ago, I'm having the same, I'm living the exact same experience. And this was four years ago. Okay. So then going into that, going back four years into your memories of where you're living at in your headspace and why you're repeating a pattern if you don't want to repeat this pattern and finding where you're sitting at with, with the body, where's the body feeling, where you're struggling, going in and tapping into that, releasing energetically, emotionally, whether it's finding a way to emotionally connect with yourself, energetically releasing it through working out or uh, connecting to a person or a thing that you need to, to find uh, light in the pattern for that day. So journaling is very important. It's good to keep history of yourself to be able to observe yourself if you want to up-level in creating a deeper self-love practice. It's beautiful. And then, you know, once you've passed on, people get to know you and they get to see the vulnerable self and who you really were. And I think that's all we're really here is trying to give permission to each other to be vulnerable hear each other's experiences, know each other's experiences so that we can collectively perceive together in love and know that everyone shifts through things. Life is hard for everybody. Life can be so challenging for everyone. Life can be so happy for everyone. But if we can collectively unionize perspective and knowing that we're all okay, it'll be that much better. So the more practice you can have in self-love, the more perspective shift will go into self-love, the more everyone will be able to do that because we're a collective here and we're all connected. Yeah. I think for me, I don't know that I want anybody to read my journal. Yeah, sure. Right. Right. <laughs> <Some> like days. <laughs> you have to wait till maybe you're long gone and, you know, let your grandkids read it. Who knows? Yeah. Well, I don't know that some days anybody can actually read my journal because I'm venting so much and just mind dumping in my journal. And I know for me, I don't feel like it's a very, it's not a very journalistic journal, but I feel better after I do that, get it out on paper. So that I think is part of it, right? Is, yeah. is just getting it out on paper. And I know many people have beautiful journals. And I love reading people's experiences and people's story. And so that's a part of it too. But I think that's the great thing about this element is you really have the freedom to decide and choose how you journal and what that looks like. So that's very helpful. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Erin, how do we connect with you? How do we work with you? How do we learn from you? Where do, where do we go for that? Ah, yeah, such a good question because so many beautiful things are happening right now in the evolution of where I'm taking this business and healing practice. I've teamed up with basically a parasite expert, a colonic specialist, and two other energetic light workers. We're creating a healing sanctuary that is going to be mind, body, soul. So not just energetically, but physically cleansing too. 
you're going to be able to come to our location, whether you choose to stay there for three days or 10 days and receive all of this work plus getting completely detoxed physically inside. And that's coming up. And currently, text me, contact me if you're looking to heal and I can get you in on the list. You know, I usually do meditations around town. Um, So if you want to hire me to come do a private group meditation, they absolutely do that. Where can we follow you to keep up with all of this? Yeah, you can absolutely follow me on just my name. You can look up my name, Erin Andrus, E-R-R-I-N-A-N-D-R-U-S. I'm on Instagram. So definitely follow me. And I look forward to connecting to connecting to everyone who's listening and who wants to. Yeah. Absolutely. And we will put all of those in the show notes. It has been such a pleasure to speak with you today. There has been so many interesting, fascinating things that we have talked about. Is there anything, final words that you want to add just to wrap up with? I just feel so grateful to have been asked by Sullivan Elements to be on the podcast. And I just want to say thank you. I love Lacey and Trish and the work that they're doing. I'm just so proud of them. Keep it up. And thank you guys for listening. If you enjoyed it, yeah, contact me. Let me know. We'll work together. appreciate it. And thank you, Courtney. The camaraderie we created is so good. It's been fun. Thank you so much. So many people are going to be blessed by this information. Mm -hmm. Thank you. To connect with us, join our private Facebook group. This is a group where you will find ideas, be able to ask questions, and find the support of a like-minded community. We also have monthly local element events where we feature a different element each month and we bring in specialized speakers. And these events will be live streamed exclusively into this group. And if you're local, we also plan a lot of fun activities in the group, such as hikes, pickleball, vision board nights. You can also join our Instagram page at 7 Elements of Wellness. Find out about upcoming events, to look for inspiration, motivational quotes, and a lot of shares. Make sure to check out our website at 7elementsofwellness.com. Here you can join our newsletter, which will give you updates on upcoming podcasts, articles on health and wellness, and the latest local events. You can also check out our website for the seven-day challenge. So every month we begin a new challenge from the first of the month to the seventh of the month because most people can do anything for seven days, right? The best thing is that we have a community to support you because we know that having accountability buddies is where it's at. Right. So after the seven days, we're going to choose a winner from one of our amazing sponsors. And then from there, you're going to see how many days in a row you can flow. If you'd like to create your own seven elements of wellness community where you live, reach out to us. We'd love to help you get it started. The Seven Elements of Wellness podcast is created and produced entirely by volunteers who are passionate about sharing this message and assisting you on your journey to feel good more than you don't. If you would like to contribute to helping us continue to bring amazing content through this podcast and community events, we would love your support. You can find us on Venmo under our business account at Life Integrated. Any donation is so greatly appreciated and we thank you so much.